0: The Midwest, A True Book, written by Dana Meachin Rao. First, here is a list of important words you'll be hearing during this book. The word adapt means to change because you are in a different situation. Alliances means agreements to work together for some result. Continental climate means the weather typical of a place over a long period of time that has annual temperature variations because of the lack of nearby large bodies of water. The word descendants means a person's children, their children, and so on into the future. The word fertile means land that is good for growing crops and plants. The word immigrants means people who come from abroad to live permanently in a country. The word plateau means an area of high flat land. The word precipitation means the falling of water from the sky in the form of rain, sleet, hail or snow. The word reservations means areas of land set aside by the government for a special purpose. The word waterways means rivers, canals, or other bodies of water on which ships and boats can travel. Chapter 1, The Middle of the Nation. The Midwest region includes 12 states. They are Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Michigan, Minnesota, Missouri, Nebraska, North Dakota, Ohio, South Dakota and Wisconsin. To the east, south and west the Midwest is surrounded by other US states. In the north it shares a border with Canada. Half of the Midwestern states have shores on the Great Lakes and the Great Lakes together are the largest area of fresh water on earth. Look at the land The Great Plains are called great for a reason. This high area of grassy, dry land is huge. It starts in northern Canada and stretches down all the way to Texas. The Great Plains cover parts of North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, and Kansas. The Till Plains lie to the east of the Great Plains. Thousands of years ago, glaciers carved out this land the glaciers left behind a fertile type of soil called till. The Midwest lies between the United States' two main mountain ranges. To the east are the Appalachians, to the west are the Rockies. But the Midwest itself has some high areas too. The superior uplands of Minnesota are rugged. There are the Black Hills in South Dakota, and the St. Francois Mountains of Missouri. The land also rises to a high plateau in eastern Ohio near the Appalachians. Waters of the Midwest. The two longest rivers in the United States flow through the Midwest. The Missouri River starts in Montana and flows down through the state of Missouri. Near St. Louis, it meets the Mississippi River, which flows from Minnesota to the Gulf of Mexico. Both rivers have served as important waterways and water sources for the region. Many people have settled near the rivers for this reason. The Great Lakes are also important bodies of water. They were carved out by glaciers millions of years ago. Fishers have long depended on the lakes for their fish. The lakes are connected to each other and the St. Lawrence Seaway joins them all to the Atlantic Ocean. This makes it easy to ship goods back and forth. Industries have sprouted up around the lakes to take advantage of the waterway. Climate. The Midwest has a humid continental climate. There is a big difference between summer and winter. In the summer, the hot sun beats overhead precipitation falls as rain. Winters can be bitterly cold. Snow may cover the ground all season long. Schools sometimes close for a time when the weather is very bad. The trip to school can be dangerous in heavy snow and ice. Teachers and students stay safe at home. The Midwest experiences many severe storms. Cold air from Canada and the northwestern states blows south over the flat plains. It runs into warm, moist air from the Gulf of Mexico drifting north. The two swirl around, trying to balance each other. Blizzards, hail, and thunderstorms develop. So do tornadoes. Most tornadoes occur in an area called Tornado Alley, between the Rocky Mountains and the Appalachian Mountains. People here often build storm shelters underground. Inside, people are safe until the storm passes over. Chapter 2. History of the Midwest Before European settlers arrived, many Native American nations lived on the grasslands of the Great Plains. They included the Crow, Sioux, Cheyenne, and Pawnee. Some people farmed the land, growing corn, wheat, and other crops. Others gathered food. They also hunted the huge bison herds that roamed the grasslands. Fighting over land. In the late 1600s, the French settled areas around the Great Lakes. The region was full of beavers and other animals. Settlers could become wealthy, selling the animals' valuable skins in Europe. There they were made into clothing. In 1682, French explorer René Robert Cavalier, Sieur de La Salle, followed the Mississippi River. He claimed its valley for France, and he named it Louisiana. The French protected their claim by building forts. They made alliances with Native Americans. The French needed their forts and alliances. Britain had settled America east of the Appalachian Mountains. Britain wanted France's valuable land. The two countries fought from 1754 to 1763. Britain eventually won all the French lands east of the Mississippi River. The United States became its own nation in 1783 after the Revolutionary War with Britain. The United States doubled its size in 1803 by purchasing the Louisiana Territory from France, gaining access to the present-day Midwest. Eager to expand, pioneers headed westward to settle the new lands. Thousands poured into what was called the Northwest Territory. The territory included today's Midwestern states east of the Mississippi, Native Americans battled these settlers. They wanted to keep their land. Settlers also headed toward California. They started in Missouri and crossed the plains in covered wagons. They followed routes such as the Oregon Trail. In the late 1800s, railroads connecting the east to the west made travel safer and faster. Land for Farmers In 1862, the U.S. government wanted more people to move into the Midwest. They passed the Homestead Act, which gave land to farmers. Some pioneers seeking land came from the eastern states. African-Americans came from the south. They wanted a new life after being freed from slavery following the Civil War. Immigrants came from Norway, Germany, Russia, and many other countries. They built sod houses and set up schools and churches where their communities could gather. Small farms grew into large ones. But farming life was not easy. Summers were very hot and often brought tornadoes. Winters were extremely cold and they brought blizzards. Improvements in farming methods, such as better plows and harvesting machines, soon helped grain crops thrive. Railroads, shipping ports, and other industries helped farmers share their goods with the rest of the United States. The Midwest became known as the breadbasket of America. Here is a list of artists and inventors who came from the Midwest. Langston Hughes lived between 1902 and 1967. He was a poet, novelist, playwright, and newspaper columnist. He is best known for writing about African-American life. He was born in Missouri and grew up in Ohio. Walt Disney lived between 1901 and 1966. He was an animator who created famous characters as Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck. He was born in Illinois. Wilbur and Orville Wright invented the first practical airplane. The brothers grew up in Ohio and performed many of their experiments there. Michael Jackson, who lived between 1958 and 2009, he was a singer, songwriter, and dancer, whose success earned him the nickname the King of Pop. He was born in Indiana. Chapter 3 people of the Midwest. The Midwest includes some of the largest cities and smallest towns in the United States. To the east, cities thrive around the Great Lakes. Other cities sprouted up along the region's major rivers. Further west, the population is thinly spread. The US government divided up much of this land over the years. Farmers grow crops on land once granted by the Homestead Act. Native groups live on land fought for by their ancestors and now protected by the government. In the cities, St. Louis, Missouri is called the gateway to the West. It is an important crossroads between East and West. The city lies on the Mississippi River near where the Mississippi meets the Missouri. The river provides boats with access to other parts of the country. The city's airport, railroads, and highways also bring people and goods through as they travel across the nation. The city shares its nickname with the Gateway Arch. It towers 630 feet into the sky. The location of Chicago, Illinois on Lake Michigan makes it an important port. As a result, many industries have been built around it. Immigrants from Europe and African Americans from the South moved to Chicago in the 1800s and 1900s to work. Many of their descendants still live in the city. Immigrants from Asia, the Americas, and other places continue to arrive today. Their mix of cultures can be seen in the city's many neighborhoods. On the farms, people are more spread out on the western parts of the Midwest. American settlers first came here to take advantage of the Homestead Act. Farmers have stayed in the region because of its rich soil. Farms can cover many acres. Because of this, people often live far away from each other. Small towns are scattered across the farmland. People gather there for supplies, yearly festivals, or just to catch up with each other. Native Americans in the Midwest Native American groups lived in the Midwest long before European or American settlers came. American settlers and the U.S. Army forced some of them out, such as the Pawnee. Other groups, including many Sioux tribes, live in the region today. Many of them live on reservations. Some of the largest reservations are in South Dakota. Tribes practice their customs through crafts, language, and celebrations. Powwows are colorful gatherings that include traditional clothing, dancing, and music. The Big Truth Animals of the Midwest Many animals live in the Midwest's wide open grasslands. Millions of bison once roamed the plains in large herds. Now bisons are found mostly on ranches. Bison have huge heads, small horns, and long shaggy fur. They graze on grasses and shrubs. Black-tailed prairie dogs are small mammals. Their underground burrows have many tunnels and rooms. These towns house hundreds of prairie dogs. The animals are always on the lookout and will call to warn each other if danger is near. Western meadowlarks are the state bird of three Midwestern states, Kansas, Nebraska, and North Dakota. These yellow songbirds feed on insects and often perch on fence posts to sing. Chapter 4. Resources and Economy The Midwest produces many of the things people use and consume every day. The region's cars, motorcycles, and airplanes take people where they need to go. Its farms and factories produce much of the food in home refrigerators and cabinets. Its shipping docks, railroads, and airports send the products around the country and the world. Farms. The one thing that keeps most of the Midwest's economy running is the region's farmland. The seasonal weather and rich soil of the Midwest make it the perfect place for corn to grow. In fact, it is one of the most abundant corn producing areas in the world. The main area of the Corn Belt is part of almost every state in the Midwest. The United States' top ten corn-producing states are all in this region. The Corn Belt is not the only Midwestern farmland that features a particular product. The Dairy Belt passes through Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Michigan. Here dairy cows feed on prairie grasslands. Their milk is used to make cheese, butter, and milk. The Wheat Belt cuts through Kansas, Nebraska, and the Dakotas. Wheat is grown to make flour for bread and pasta and other grain foods. Food processing. Many factories of the Midwest process the foods grown and raised in the region. Mills in Kansas grind wheat into flour. Factories make breads, pastas, baked goods and breakfast cereals. Corn is processed into corn oil, corn syrup and popcorn. Corn is also used to feed animals. At food processing plants milk is turned into butter, cheese, yogurt and ice cream. Other factories produce frozen or canned foods. The region has many meat packing plants too. Other industries. The automotive industry is centered in Detroit, Michigan its many cars and truck factories have earned it the nickname Motor City. In 2008 and 2009 the US economy collapsed. Many car companies lost money. Detroit's General Motors and Chrysler were two of the hardest hit. The factories closed down and many people lost their jobs. Since then the recovery has been slow. Jobs remain difficult to find, but companies and organizations are working to bring jobs back to the city. Tourism is a major industry across the Midwest. Tourists visit the Indianapolis Motor Speedway in Indiana. They watch cars race around the track at the Indianapolis 500. In Indianola, Iowa, tourists watch hot air balloons float through the sky during the summer's National Balloon Classic. Other people travel to Minnesota and the Dakotas to hike and ski in the area's mountains. Tourists spend money on hotels, restaurants, and other businesses. These businesses provide jobs for the town's residents. Football Hall of Fame. American football is one of the most popular sports in the United States. Canton, Ohio, is home to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Visitors come to see exhibits about the game and its players. Many of the players included some from Midwestern teams. The Green Bay Packers of Wisconsin have several players in the Hall of Fame. So do the Cleveland Browns, Chicago Bears, and the St. Louis Rams. Chapter 5, Feeding the Nation. Fields of strong, healthy crops are a common sight in the Midwest, but farmers in this region have had to adapt to meet challenges caused by the weather. One challenge with the weather in the Midwest is drought. Plants need sunshine, soil, and water to grow. The Midwest gets plenty of sunlight, but sometimes rain doesn't fall. A long period of time with no rainfall is called a drought. Droughts can hurt everyone. Long hot summers without enough rain can cause crops and animals to die. When there are fewer crops, food prices go up. That means people must pay more money for the food at the supermarket. When farmers do not have as many crops to sell, other industries are hurt too. Factories do not sell as much farm machinery because farmers can't afford to buy new machines midwestern food processing factories must cut back on production or buy food at higher prices dealing with droughts farmers can reduce the effects of drought one way is to use irrigation this is a mechanical system for bringing water to the crops today's farmers also use modern computers with their irrigation systems The computers can help the farmers be sure the plants are getting enough water to grow. But the computer also makes sure that the plants are not getting more water than they need. This helps farmers use less water. Farming brings many challenges to the Midwest. But farmers work hard to keep their crops growing in all conditions. They know that many people depend on them. The food grown in the Midwest feeds more than just the people of the region. It feeds the people of the United States and the world. True Statistics Here are some statistics about the Midwest. The number of states in the region. Twelve. The major rivers of the region. Ohio, Mississippi, Missouri. Major mountain ranges of the region, the Ozarks. Type of climate, humid continental, semi-arid. Its largest cities, Chicago, Illinois, Indianapolis, Indiana, Columbus, Ohio. Products produced in the Midwest, corn, wheat, and other grains, fruits, vegetables, livestock, coal, lumber, oil, and natural gas. The borders of the region. To the north, Canada. To the east, the northeast region. South, the southeast region. The west, the west region. That is the end of The Midwest, a true book written by Dana meachin Rao. This book was read by Jerry Valancourt at the studios of the Connecticut Radio Information System.